Hey there, Pedaholics. Welcome back to the Bike Tour Adventures podcast. And uh, today I'm talking uh, one of my radcasts. So the radcasts, for those of you who might not have listened a little bit before, are just a daily audio blog of my bicycle tour. So I'm doing a what I'm calling the Bike Packing Canada Adventure. Started in Vancouver, cycled up to Whitehorse, and then now I turned around and have started to head back east so that is it essentially in a nutshell today is day 22 of the ride cast <clears throat> and on this particular day i got up and it was great really not having to pack up a wet tent not having to deflate an air mattress and get it all packed up i literally set my alarm got up at six o'clock Took my sleeping bag, climbed down the ladder over Fedor because we were sharing that loft. So he was kind of sleeping closer to the to the ladder. Climbed down the ladder, um, put my clothes on, packed up my bag, went in the house because, you know, Anthony and Lana were so, so, so accommodating. They're like, well, just come in and have breakfast. And we even ground coffee the night before for their espresso machines. So he's like, yeah, just power it on, wait for it to heat up and then run your coffee. And I said, are you sure it's not going to wake you up? And he says, no, no, we won't wake up. So yeah, it was awesome. I came in the house at uh, 6.15 or so, had a coffee, had some cereal and a banana. And, uh, and of course went to the washroom and then I was pretty much ready to rock and roll. I left the house right at 7 o'clock, I think. I didn't rush it. I, I think I gave my wife a quick call and talked to her before leaving. And and then um, left the house and started cycling back the way I came, out of town. I made a little bit of a detour to the canyon. I forget what it's called. Um, anyways, it's the only canyon in Whitehorse. Just to check it out, because... I should have gone to see it on the way in, but I was quite lazy at that point. And so I, I took a few minutes and I strolled down there and I carried my bike down the stairs to the, to the bridge and took a couple pictures, enjoyed the view and then carried my bike back up and started on my way again. <clears throat> About 30 kilometers out of town, I saw the, the, uh, branch for Carcross and after Fedor he had come from Carcross and he was like oh man it's amazing the views the beauty the this the that so I looked at it and I sat down I took a pause went on Google Maps and I looked and I was like all right if I go to Carcross and then I go to um <clears throat> Jake's Corner it's like 90 kilometers or something and if I go directly to Jake's Corner, it's like 60 kilometers or a little bit less, maybe even. Some, actually, it was more than 90. Anyways, whatever it was, it was a difference of like 38 or 40 kilometers between the two directions. So, and I knew it was a south wind at that moment. It was going to change later in the day to a north wind. And I was like, south wind is directly in my face, but it wasn't too strong. So I knew it'd probably take me like three hours to get to Carcross, and it was worth it. It was 
really, really beautiful. There's a lot of awesome history along the area. And um, including like this old railway bypass station where uh, for extra, when there were more than one train on the line and stuff and they could pull off and um, this old wooden train station. And yeah, it was really, really cool. So, and then the car, and when you get towards car cross, it's really gorgeous. We're talking mountains all around you. Uh, the world's smallest desert right there on the corner because I think the Bennett Lake, which is on the west side of Carcross, uh, during the ice ages, it somehow accumulated a lot of sand in the bottom of it. <clears throat> and the sand ends up getting pushed up with the tides and then dries and then the wind blows it and it blows it, I guess... Up across the main road and into this area where it kind of eventually piles up against uh, this kind of cliff face. And it creates all these sand dunes around it, which is really, really neat. And to say it's tiny, tiny is not really tiny, tiny, but it's it's pretty small. Much smaller than the sandbanks in Picton, Ontario. So after that, I started cycling towards... Um, I forget the name of the town, but toward, back towards Jake's Corner, essentially. And um, and then from there to Johnson Crossing. And then I was trying to get on to Teslin all in one day. I, I didn't quite make it to Teslin. I, well, I mean, I essentially did. I stopped about three kilometers before it at a place I found on iOverlander that said it was a good camp spot. And it was. There was not too many bugs. Actually, none at all. It was awesome. Um... Yeah, so I did 226 or 7 or something like that kilometers and climbed something like 1,500 meters yesterday. So, yep, that was yesterday for me. All in all, it was pretty good. It's just, um, it was raining on and off, on and off, all through the afternoon after I was on my way to uh, Jake's Corner. So for four or five hours, I'd like jacket on, jacket off, jacket on, unzipped, zipped, and it was starting to drive me nuts. So while I had initially hoped to go past Teslin to Morley Lake, uh, that would have been an extra 40 or something kilometers, which would have been really hard when you think of that. That would be 260-something kilometers. I decided not to just because I was tired of the weather. So that was my So that was my day 22. I uh did 227 or so kilometers, 1500 meters of elevation roughly, approximately just under. And went to did a detour and it was worth it. It was awesome. Um except for the weather. But can't have everything in life, can we? So that's it for day 22. Catch you tomorrow. Bye-bye.